Let's get out to the Sprint special guest line, Gordon. Sprint, they make it safe and easy to get what you need online. Visit Sprint.com for online services and local store availability. Of course, he helps us with our BYU coverage right here on the Zone Radio Networks. He also uh, is uh, involved well, the owner, I believe, of Alpha Recruits, and I want to talk to Will about that, but he is the one and only Will Snowden who's with us here on The Big Show. Will, first and foremost, how are you and yours? Everybody doing all right? Hey, we're doing all right, man. How are you guys doing? It's good to hear your voice live. I'd like to actually be talking to you. I'm always <laughs> listening, but just to hear it live. It's good to talk to you, Will. Uh, glad everything uh, Glad everything is well in this weird time to be in this world of sport. And I, I want to start out uh, talking to you a little bit about Alpha Recruits and what life is like for college football recruits at the moment. Well, it's pretty crazy right now. I mean, <laughs> so uh, this has been obviously uh, a pretty strange time. Um, the recruiting has been different. Um, and, and we work with a lot of kids that, you know, Alpha's goal is to be Division two prospects and train them, educate them, and market them to a level where they can be, you know, FCS, Division one AA pro, uh, prospects. And then we do the same no matter what level I have them eva- evaluated at is to say, okay, I think he's a 1AA evaluation. Um, but obviously the goal is 1AA and Division one. there's not that there's not that big of a difference. It's little inches that will make, oh, him not make it to, say, Utah State or Utah or be, a, be that level of player. It might be height. It might be speed. It might be technical. Um, but regardless of what it is, we, we want to fix those things. So right now we've been spending a lot of time training kids, spending more time training, uh, working on the running, um, the, the movement, and just getting it out to coaches. But I've been spending a lot of time, literally six, seven hours a day, on the phone with coaches from across the country. How is it different now under these COVID-19 circumstances as opposed to uh, what you've been accustomed to through the years? Well, really, the the biggest thing is usually my my spring situation is I usually take sixty calls uh, when spring starts, right? Where all the coaches coming in, group, and they'll just ask me about kids, what schools they should really be hitting. Is there anything that who are the who's under the radar? Those type of things where the kid coaches are actually able to come and see them and get eyes on them. Now they don't have the ability to get any eyes on kids as far as just seeing them face to face. So they've had to take my word for it a little bit more than anyone else who's out there trying to give information about uh, recruits. Um, So I think the biggest thing is not having the access to come on campus and see the kids. And also the spring, I mean, a lot of spring recruiting is done by kids coming on campus. And now kids haven't been able to come on campus. So it really has changed a lot. Um, You know, the opportunities, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how the 2021 class um, ends up because you have a lot of kids who have been putting in work and they're going to be great prospects going into 2021, but coaches might not be as aware of them as they usually were because they didn't get eyes on them. And then also they didn't get a chance to see them live in camp. So, Will, essentially that makes you more important than you were before. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, you always put things so eloquently, uh, so so nicely, Gordon. I mean, that's why I love you. I mean, that's why you've gotten to where you are. Yes, the truth is yes. I, I, I'm definitely talking to even more coaches, and they do have to take um, – they're really looking for evaluations daily. And um, we're talking to everyone. I'm talking Big 12, Pac-12, Mountain West Conference, the Big Sky. Uh, we're hitting a ton of back east, back east schools. But, you know, off recruits, we do specialize in the, the Utah 
the Utah athlete, um, guys that might be serving missions, um, because you want to target the right schools. There are so many recruiting services out there that, you know, they offer so many things and promise so many things, but at the end of the day, um, they don't, they don't even know what schools to really target who are really interested in signing a missionary, um, a, a sign and send. It really is a lot that goes into making sure the Utah athlete is taken care of because Utah, uh, we really do play great high school football, and the athletes are just getting better and better and better. And I think that you're going to see Utah be, can continue to be a hub for big schools to come in and recruit. You know, Will, uh, training, of course, is a big part of what you guys do there at Alpha Recruits. And a big story, as you know, in professional sports is, you know, how have these athletes maintained uh, game shape or staying in shape, continued to work out and, you know, the lead ups to the season and those sorts of things. How have your guys uh, been able to continue to work out? How challenging has that been? Well, it has been challenging finding locations. You know, obviously, we took a little, a couple weeks off of really getting out, but then we just had small groups of people. And I, I think, you know, the professional guys, they, you know, they, they have everything they need usually in their homes, or they can get out and run and, and do certain things. Um, but I think the biggest thing is just not being able to train with your with your teammates or train the same way with the same energy. But what's happened is this has also been a positive for us is we've been able to take you know, a lot of kids and work them out in smaller groups. So they're getting a chance to compete against top level talent in state. And also we brought back a lot of our college guys that we had placed or worked with through high school and we're training them as well. So speed work, they're going to go back to camp in great shape. Um, So there's a lot of those guys, in state guys who play for Utah, BYU, Utah State, Weber, SUU, Dixie. We've seen it all. Snow College. We have there, there, we have people playing all over the state. We've got Boone Abbott's been back. He's been one of our kids that we've worked with from Hawaii. He's been throwing and running with us. Um, so, so we have a really good group of guys to, to work out with and to continue to develop the skill, whether you're already in college or you're in high school right now. Do these younger kids, do they worry about this particular season and the fate of it coming up, or are they more interested in the long term and and just getting that darn scholarship, or what's going through their minds? A lot of nerves, uh, Gordon. I mean, there's a lot of nerves with it. I mean, obviously everyone's just hoping and praying that they get a chance to play and things are looking much better right now. Obviously we hope that um, we continue trending the way that we're trending. But I think that the younger guys are kind of thankful that that they're younger, um, that they have some time at least to, to not miss a season or, or even if they did miss a season, they could still come back and play. Um, there is a lot of stress with the guys who are 2021 prospects. They're going to be seniors this year there's a lot of nerves particularly if they did not play a lot as a junior or a sophomore or whatever they haven't been able to put out the film um and and, you know there are late bloomers you know there are guys that you know for whatever reason don't get a chance to really be the guy until their senior year and those guys usually end up falling like you know under the radar might fall in the mountain west conference or they'll fall to an fcs program like weber state or suu and go on to have a great a great seat a great career but with no season, it makes it very tough for a guy who's under the radar. So we have guys all over the all over the map, guys who are, you know, obviously very nervous. Their their anxiety's up. Um, really, just praying and hoping that they get a chance to to play one more season. And uh, and I feel confident that they will get that opportunity. Jake, let me follow that up if you'll let me. Uh, uh, I find that fascinating. Do you think that late bloomers somehow benefit from that? 
the situation they find themselves in because they're more determined now. They're they're more driven. They have something to prove as opposed to somebody who blossomed early and it's kind of been easy for them. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think they have a little bit more of a chip on their shoulder. Uh, so let me give you an example. So my, my youngest son, Smith, well, both of my boys play college football. Um, we, so we're, we're a football family, obviously, starting from my dad and my brother and myself and then my sons. Um, we've been a football-heavy family. And I have a freshman who's a 2023, and I'm really not trying to plug him. I'm just telling you the truth. He's a very, very – he's an elite athlete. He'll be one of the best corners to come out of the state of Utah. And he has a lot of schools on him already, right? So he's getting early attention. And there's those kids who get that early attention, and there's other kids who uh, don't get that early attention. So I do think it affects them where they have a chip on their shoulder and they're able to go out there and really have – they bloom late, their junior year. Um, you're going to see a kid um, a kid that we work with. His name is Brennan Mangum. He's out of uh, – Corner Canyon High School. He'll be one of the best offensive linemen, D linemen in the state this year. But you know he's 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 really went to work uh, this off season. I mean he's you know forty pounds bigger. He's strong. He's moving great. But not a lot of people know about him because he he is a late bloomer. So so I do think that to answer your question, yeah, I do think it drives them. I think it it, it obviously disappoints them to to see that people are getting so much attention at a young age, and it's just getting younger and younger in the recruiting age now because you know coaches like to really find their kids as early as the eighth grade if they can right they want to get a head start on the recruiting game and they want to you know they can evaluate quickly to see um what they think is going to be great long term um so those kids do get missed a lot but if you watch the nfl draft then you see them end up getting drafted right because they they peak not early and i always want to the way that we train and mentor kids is we want kids peaking at the right time and sometimes you can peak too early. You guys have probably seen that before in your your years of experience where a kid is just, he's really, really great, but he stays that same level and everyone catches him. Um, so a lot of these guys who are peaking late, um, they end up being some of the best college football players you'll ever see. Our friend Will Snowden is with us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Switching gears to BYU a little bit, Will. Uh, having a truncated spring uh, spring ball and limited off-season workouts, I would imagine that's going to have more effect on some teams than others. For example, Utah's uh, got a really young team, right? I'm sure Kyle Whittingham would have wanted every second of practice he could get. But how do you think it will affect BYU? Yeah, well, I, I think each, each school is all the same, and, and um, obviously – you know, BYU, I think they ended up with two practices, two or four practices, I can't remember, um, but not enough. So so I think that the thing about BYU is they were obviously looking forward to a great spring because if you if you look at the at the at their QB one, um, Zach Wilson, he had not he has never had a full spring because he was hurt. You know, obviously he came in um, as a freshman and didn't take a lot of reps. Um, then he ended up playing, but then he got hurt his freshman year. Um, so he didn't get a full spring. So this would have been his full spring to really, for him to get better uh, and for the coaches to really identify what they have at quarterback, right? Because you have three that can really play. So I think that the biggest thing is for Kyle, um, for Kalani, for, for Gary, for all of the coaches in state, you always want spring ball to get, you know, to sharpen things, but also 
that quarterback race and, and quarterback play is just such a big deal at every level. It doesn't matter what the level is. Little league to college to the NFL, uh, you have top-level quarterback play, you're going to win a lot of games. And I think that that's the biggest hurt for BYU is, not, is Zach Wilson not getting a full spring to actually get better. And I'm not saying he's not great. I'm just saying you need those reps. That's the time that you really get better, get gelling, um, get understanding the offense better, get your timing down. So I do think it's going to affect BYU quite quite, quite a bit, but I think it's going to affect Utah as well because they're, both of those, you know, Utah's going with a new quarterback. BYU is not going with a new quarterback, but they have a quarterback who has not taken a full, has never had a full spring ball. Healthy. Well, you mentioned earlier about an eighth grade uh, prospect. How often you, know, you hear these stories about how USC offered some kid when he was like 12 years old or something like that? How, how often does, the, does that sort of thing go on? How, how, many, how many 10th graders have, uh, have offers lined up? A lot. Um, I, I couldn't tell you. I mean, it, it, it's. I guess I want to be fair. I mean, if you look at, if you look at, if you guys went and looked at all of BYU's offers that they have out right now, and go look at all of Utah's offers that they have out, look at all the schools that uh, their offer list, you'll see that the, you know there's 2023, 2024s that have offers. Um, so it's just getting younger. It, just, it really is getting younger. And there's several reasons. I mean, coaches can, I mean, these coaches are paid a lot of money and they should be able to see potential. Right. So there's certain numbers that they're looking for. Um, so I know the way that BYU likes to look at their recruiting is they want to first, if you're looking at a skilled player, can he run? And if you can run really well at a young age, um, let's you know we're 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 hoping that you're going to continue to get faster, more explosive, um, stronger, bigger. So that's why they want to get on there because the recruiting the recruiting world is really about relationships, right? You have to build a relationship with the coaching staff, um, with the kid. And uh, the earlier you can start building the relationship, the stronger it's going to be. Um, so that's why I think coaches are offering kids at a young age because they want to know, they want the kid to know that they're high on them now, and they want to build a relationship with them over the next three, four, five years, even. Will it? Is- and then also, and then let me add one thing. Yeah, sure. And then also, a lot of those aren't committable. So, so people have to understand the difference between an offer and a committable offer. Um, so coaches are smart. They, they, they are able to start building a relationship with a kid who has a lot of potential. But if that potential falls off, um, so do they. <laughs> Will, it is so great to have you on the show. We were very much looking forward to it. Glad to hear you're still keeping yourself busy. And we'll have to bug you again real soon. Yeah, I appreciate you guys. You have a great day. Love the show. Keep on doing what you do. Thanks, Will. Thanks, Will. Will Snowden, uh, our good friend, of course, he helps us uh, with uh, with our BYU coverage during the football season right here on the Zone Sports Network and also uh, runs Alpha Recruits. And I, I, I was glad we had him on today, Gordon, because you think that recruiting world, it's got to be kind of a bizarre time there. And you, you summed it up. Guys like Will probably are even more important during this whole thing. Man, I, I, I really like Will. He is smart. He's a great and dude. he's on top of it. Uh, he... It's nice to know that there's somebody like that out there working with and advising kids. Yep. And he's got a great family, too. Got a chance to to meet them doing some uh, pre- and post-game work down there at JCW's and absolutely uh, dialed in into the scene of local uh, football around here, Gordon. Obviously not just not just college football, but we're lucky to have him come on. And uh, big thanks to him for doing so. More next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.